And I like their brats here in Chicago. Sure, I'm having a deep dish pizza here in Chicago. Okay, they're famous for that. It is. They are. We actually, well, that was two podcasts ago we were doing Chicago. Because we we've been we Chicago here twice now. I know, we, we left, we did a bunch of shit, we came back. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you all the shit we've been doing. Yeah. It's a fucking huge list of shit we've been it's doing. It's kooky. We should, hop, we should hop into it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's plug. We're going to plug first. Um, okay, I'll do the shows first, okay? Shows we got coming up uh, in May, first weekend of May. May 3rd, we're going to be at the Green Bay Distillery. May 4th, that's a Friday night, we'll be in Iowa, da- Davenport, Port? Iowa, at the Rhythm City Casino. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, we'll be in Dubuque, Iowa, at the Q Casino. Yeah. You can check out uh, heffernandlemmy.com and get all that information. Yeah, the tickets are on sale. They're going fast. That one of them, they got like 800 tickets sold already, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, uh, that's going to be a fucking rowdy one. It is going to be rowdy. I think that's the Davenport one. Yeah, it's the middle one. That's the, the Friday night. Um, that's going to be rowdy as hell. It sure is. I mean, these these are our first shows post Super Troopers two coming out. Yeah, so people got to go go get tickets. Kevin, uh, Kevin Heffernan, HeffernanLemmy dot com. Yeah, the uh, the the links are all up there for the tickets. Green Bay, Dubu- Davenport, Dubuque, mm-hmm. come see us. And then uh, we will be in June. We're going to be at Comedy Works. Yep. Denver, mm-hmm. and then we're going to be up at Parlor Live in Seattle. Yeah, uh, I don't think those tickets are on sale yet, but I don't know. You can go to their websites. And, yeah, but it's uh, two of our favorite it. spots. Great spots. And um, we were just in Denver last night. We'll talk about that. Yep. And uh, it was nice to, to tell people, hey, see you in a couple of months. Yeah. We'll be back in a couple of months. Um, okay, so those are the live shows. And then, of course, people, come on. What's the big plug, Lemmy? Well, this is the week, folks. This is it. It's here. We've been waiting forever. And forever. yet here we are. It's 420. And it's coming up. It's right in front of you. It's right, right in front of your face. Today is Monday for us. Yeah. 416. Yeah, but this will come out on 418, I assume, yeah. on, on the Wednesday, which means that tomorrow on 419, you can go check out the double feature of Super Troopers at 420 in one of 1,000 theaters That's awesome. across the country, which is pretty sweet. That's great. I didn't. I didn't really appreciate that. We'll talk about this, but we had a thing with Doug Benson where we watched uh, the first movie with an audience. Yeah. Uh, the other night, and I haven't seen the first movie in a couple of years, and particularly with an audience. And I was like, I wonder if this double feature idea is a good idea. And then watching that, I'm like, it's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Like to go and watch that movie, like ro- like Rocky Horror Picture, and like laugh with it. And- throw the lines out and you know it's coming yeah. and then sit through the new one where you don't know what's coming yeah great idea yeah so that's 419 to 420 in 1000 theater across the country and if you don't see that 420 the movie comes out officially even though it's really coming out 419 uh, but 420 folks listen true crew listen true crew you're our people come on this is it this is it you gotta get everybody to go see this get movie get like 10 buddies get high in 420 have some beers, whatever it is. Go out to dinner, then go see the movie. Yeah, make an event out of it. Now, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be worried that the movie's not going to live up to the first one. And so, for the first right. ten, fifteen, maybe even twenty minutes, the first ten minutes you're going to be like a little tense, and then you're going to start to settle into it. And then twenty minutes you're going to realize that the stuff you saw for the first twenty minutes was good. Yeah, and you're having a great time. And then you're going to feel badly that you didn't. Watch the movie properly, and so you need to go back on Saturday. Right, so they'll watch it Friday, then they'll go back on Saturday. Yeah, and watch all it. of you. And I'll tell you this, Chew Crew, there have been some uh, select Chew Crew members who have come to these screenings we've done over the last three weeks, mm-hmm. and they've loved the movie. Yeah. So it's, it's Chew Crew approved, this movie. It's Chew Crew. It's Chew, Chew Crew approved. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is it, man. Love it or leave it. That's it. Love it or lump it. If, if the movie bombs... It's over. It's, it's all over. Uh, the, podcast. the podcast is done. <laughs> shut off the lights. <laughs> Actually, no. The podcast is the only thing we'll end up doing yeah. from then on out. We'll, we'll be, just sit every week and we'll talk do, about it. You know it. what we should do? We should do like a lover's leap. We'll have one final podcast <laughs> and jump off a cliff together. 
Sure. The Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Did you drive off the cliff? Sure. In one of our fucking family wagons. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the big plug. Yeah. 420, 420 this weekend. Tell your friends. Go check it out. Listen. Tell people that, you know, it's the e- thing to do. Even if you don't, even if you're planning on going to see like, uh, like Rampage that came out, you know, last sure. week. Sure. Just buy the tickets to Super Or like a quiet too. place. Yeah, what, what, look, I, I hear it's a good movie, I hear too. they're both good. I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy tickets to Super Troopers 2 yeah. and go to A Quiet Place. I'm going to buy tickets to Super Troopers 2 and go to Super Troopers 2. Yeah, I'll do that, too. Maybe it's at the Milkshake Theater. Oh, man. I've been checking. Can you imagine that if the, podca- if the uh, movie's on and I'm not getting my milkshake? Dude. And then I step out of the screen and act as Farva? To get my fucking milkshake? If you stepped off the movie screen, like, uh, what was that movie, Zelig? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. The Purple though. Rose of Cairo? Right. That shit would go viral. They're like, holy shit, Farva just walked out of the Super Two, you know, Super Troopers 2 screen to yell at us that he didn't get his milkshake. It'd be cool if you were, then it would be you and Farva <laughs> yelling at the concession speech. Sure. You'd have your twin brother. Sure, I got my mustache going. Uh-huh. Fucking hey. Um, are you going to keep, when do you shave your mustache? I don't know. It's a, it's a question. My wife is like, you better do it immediately. Mm-hmm. My son is like, I l- I'm liking it now, and I think you should keep it. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of who you are now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Because it's getting, you know, it's getting bigger. It's pretty real now. Yeah. They're like, this ain't your grandma's mustache. And when I take it off as you, I mean, I've had this thing for four, for three months now. Yeah. When we take this off, we're going to look fucking weird. Weird. <laughs> In fact, I see, I've looked at a few pictures now, like... Like in my phone in our house, like photos that previously I was like, damn, I look good in that picture. Sure. I look at some of those pictures now and I'm like, I look so weird. And and these are established photos. Yeah. That I look good in. And now, and I'm like, I'm a monkey faced motherfucker. Right. Look at all that that upper lip. Look at that. I don't know. I also, I mean, I just feel like once this week is over and we're done with this uh, month of promotion, I'm going to have to take a, a, a long shower. Get back in shape, shave the mustache, and I don't know. Kev, can reinvent I, myself. Can I confess something to you? Yeah. I'm scared. What do you mean? I'm scared. Oh, you're scared? I am scared. About how the movie's going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a little scary, but the thing with movies are, Tell me, as Kev. opposed to live shows, yeah. we, we've done our work. It's done. Yeah. And the movie's good. Yeah. And we know it's good. We've, we've done 16 screenings over the last four weeks. Yeah. And so it's not our fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But that's one of those things where you're like, you know what? I mean, we have, we have been smacked across the face a million different original sure. ways. Yeah. And if, if it doesn't happen on this weekend, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Then and it's, it's just like, the way it is. You know what? We had a that's nice That's the run. way it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know nice what I mean? Run. It's like, I guess people don't you know, think we're that funny. So I guess fuck not. It. I guess not. But what are you going to do? No, we may have a TV show. We're still, we're still working well, on hey, well, shit. Fingers crossed. We've always got live comedy. We can it's always true. do live comedy. We've still comedy. got live dates, dude. And here's the nice thing. Here's the nice thing about it. It's not like, you know, sometimes we go on the road, like uh, that, that one great time we were at Cobbs, and that guy was like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, you know, like, no, you guys were awesome. Like, usually when nostalgia acts come through here, like, they kind of phone it in, but you guys really gave a good show. And I was like, oh, right. that's a sweet uh, backhanded thanks. compliment. Nostalgia acts? Yeah, thanks, buddy. But now we're not a nostalgia act. We got a movie no, coming out. We're current. Coming out, and everyone's going to go see it this weekend. Yep. Um, but anyway, so we've been on a tear. And you know what? It's been a little while because we recorded the last time we recorded, yep. all the lizards were in a van. Yeah. We were traveling from Boston up to Burlington, continuing on with our tour. And si- and that was about a week and a half ago. And since then, a lot of shit has happened. Like, I don't even know if we can get through all the shit that's happened. No, let's speed. Vermont, you know what's funny about Vermont? Yeah. Was, uh, you know, again, in- Indiegogo screenings. And, uh, you know, I mean, Vermont is the place where we, I think we feel like we're kind of heroes. Yeah. Because we put Vermont on the film map. Yeah. And yet it is the, <laughs> it is the one place where, like. You're welcome, Vermont. No, but, you know, it's like uh, we get a lot of Vermonters who are like, holy shit. Sure. Like, that's Super Troopers is, is Vermont's Vermont. movie. I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet what I. And we were always we had this relationship with the with the police, you know. It was like, okay, first they didn't want to allow us to use the Vermont yeah. uh, state troopers, so you know we kind of went around then to you know Vermont Highway Patrol, and then you know we heard some you know how they thought we were making fun of them, and it finally got put in perspective for me that like when Super Troopers came out, yeah, we kind of made the lives of the Vermont state troopers a little hell because yeah. now like. People just drive by them and shout meow at them. And people told us these stories last, people told us last these week stories. when yeah. we were up there. Like, yeah, in my hometown, we would drive by the troopers and yell meow at them and chicken fuck or whatever it is. We'd yeah. yell shit at them and they'd be like, okay. And it, we made their lives miserable. You made their lives miserable. Yeah. And so I mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I picked up a newspaper there and like there was an article there about like the way that uh, Vermont state troopers are different from our Vermont, the super troopers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, God, I, I guess they, you know, it's like. 
some people they they take it very seriously, and I and I you know obviously I didn't want to make anybody's life hell or anything sure, like that. But sure. uh, you get the feeling that up in Vermont that you know maybe there's still a little residual uh, tension. From- uh, there might be some people who think that we were taking the piss out of them too hard, but I think the majority of the people love it and love the association of it. And when we're anywhere in the country and some someone comes up to us and says, "Hey, I'm from Vermont," yeah, it's always you know. I think a good thing. Like they're, you know, they're happy and they're good. To, they're happy to meet you. We love Vermont. I, I fucking love Vermont. That's the thing. Too. My, I, I have family that my brother lives in Vermont. Yeah. My son. I mean, my son. My brother. My nephew goes to uh, UVM. Yeah. Where, he where was, Burlington. And he was there. He came he, to the screen with his buddies. You know, it's funny. Is um, just while I remember it, uh, I ran into your sister at one of our uh, later screenings in, in Connecticut, yeah, which yeah. we'll get to. Yeah. And she was like, uh, she's like, Steve Lemmy, do you know what I think? And I was like, oh, brother, here we go. Because this is my relationship with your family. Everybody <laughs> sure. tells, tells you their opinion. Tells me what they're thinking. <laughs> right. Your dad tells me. Right. Uh, she's like, you know what I think? I yeah. think you talk too much. Whoa. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, in the podcast, you just talk too much. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, it's just me and one other guy. She's like, but you're always talking over Kevin. I was like, I talk over Kevin. I, I don't think that's true. I'll tell you, I don't think that's. I true. I don't think that's true. And, and uh, I think I talk over you as much as I, you know you talk. I, over that's me. what I was thinking, and and, right. uh, and and I was like, well, listen, you know, I've I've got uh, things to say sometimes, and I say them. She's like, well, it doesn't matter. Kevin's got no good stories anyway. Whoa! She, I was like, she Betsy. Whoa! What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, so she just attacked both of us. You attack me for talking over your brother, but then you actually say it's okay because he's got no it's good. Not story. worth what it. Are you talking about. It's good that he doesn't talk because he's got nothing to say. Anyway, so it was just a little okay. heady experience okay. with, with your sister. I'll take that. Um, okay, so. So Vermont. Vermont so um, we had a great screening there. Uh, uh, we had to, The theater was so full that they spilled over into another theater. Yeah. So we had two theaters in the multiplex there in Burlington. And uh, a lot of cops there. A lot of cops. Uh, and uh, they all seemed to love it. And uh, at least the ones that came up to us afterwards. Sure. We took pictures and signed a bunch of shit with them. And uh, they really seemed to like it. And, you know, part of the theory was that... A lot of those kids that were yelling at the cops back when Super Troopers came out, mm-hmm. the first one, are now the cops. Right. Because they've grown up, and now they're we, the cops. We have a lot of cops that come up to us, and they say, you're the reason why I became a cop. Sure. Sure. And so um, that was a pleasure. That was a pleasure. It was, it was kind of a, a sentimental screening, right, to go up to Vermont and do a little screening for those people. Uh, we love going up to Burlington. Yeah. Love especially. Burlington. Our friends so from the good. Magic Hat Brewery came. They were there. A bunch of people came from there. Right. Really fun. Um so then we we head down to New York the next yep. day, mm-hmm. and um, we had the big screening there, the big um, Indiegogo screening there that night. Yep, and that was the night that Jay and I did the Fallon show, yeah, the Tonight Show, yeah, which was amazing. It was uh, you know, it was a dream uh, come true to be on the Tonight Show. I apologize that you couldn't be a part of it, Lemmy. Uh, that's okay. You know, like uh, I didn't have anything to do with it, though. Uh, you know what? I'm a big boy, and sure. I really, honestly, don't give a shit. Sure. You know, it's like like to me, we've done so much press. I know that any break in it, I'm thankful for. I know I, you look on this on the schedule and you're like, oh, I get an hour off. Fucking yeah. well, sweet. The funny thing is, though, is that like the only annoying part about it. Yeah, and I suppose I could have seen this coming. I should have seen this coming. Is that is all the people from various pockets of my existence being like, how come you're not on Fallon? <laughs> I'm like, all right, like here's the thing. Like Jay's the director; he's got to be on there. Right. Hefferton's Farva, he's a national treasure. It doesn't, it really doesn't yeah. I muscled me. my way in there, bro. I don't know if I was originally supposed to be on. Yeah, no, I know that. And I muscled my way in there. Yeah, but that's good. <laughs> I fucking, so like, you know, that was happening during the New York City screening, but it aired yeah. the next night. Yeah. And so just fucking up the timeline here a little bit. Like, it would, yeah, it aired the Friday night, yeah. So yeah. Thursday night we taped it, and then Friday night it aired. And so I was out with uh, some of my high school friends on Friday night. Yeah. We were in a bar, and we were at a booth that had a personal TV. Sure. And, and so we put it on. And I got to tell you, I fucking loved seeing you in your suit. <laughs> you know, I put it on Twitter. I was like, he's, he either looks like he's like a private detective or like Andy Reid at the ESPYs or, or Chandra Sekar's personal sure. bodyguard. But it's like, it was like kind of like a, a, a blue, blue suit, suit that yeah. I wouldn't have picked out for you. Sure, sure. Well, well can I give a backstory on the suit? I would love to. So I, I didn't know what was going to happen. And then... And then you know, before we even left for the tour, Chandra Sekar was like, called me up, and he's like, uh, I'm wearing a suit on Fallon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And I was like, ah, okay. Because, you know, I, I, there was a time in my life I wore a suit, not really a suit guy anymore, and I don't know if our image is suit guy, you know, mm-hmm. the, the super troopers image, and I don't say suit guys, you yeah. know. And I was like, ah, okay. And then I, 
I watched a couple of show, Fallon shows, and everyone walked on there was in a suit. Yeah. And it's the thing to do. And then the publicist calls up. He's like, you guys, you guys should wear suits. And Jay's like, yeah, I'm going to wear a suit. And so I was like, all right, I got to wear a suit. So I don't have like a... I got like a funeral suit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I know. That's what you, I have. You've got like suits you wore for like like paralegal. That's, what, that's, that's like right. the you're like a plain clothes cop, right? You know, I've got like those here come, suits. Here comes Sipowitz. So my sister in law, who is a wardrobe designer and did wardrobe for our, for our pilot, very good. Our last two pilots. Yep. She's like, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll get you a cool suit. And she did. She went and got the suit. It was kind of blue and hip and cool. Looked yeah. good. And a lot of people complimented me when I, and they're like, "Who dressed you?" Because that's not Kevin Heffernan. <laughs> I was like, not, "I was like, but that's what's so Kelly good dressed it. me because I look fucking good, bro." But that's what's so good about it because then, like, you know, you went tie less. Yeah, that was the other decision. You go tie, no tie. But you, so it's like when I go, uh, you know, just dress shirt. I like my collar's open. You can see my fucking hamburger meat. My right, chest sure. Hair is showing. You went uh, white t-shirt under white button-down shirt. Sure. And the effect on TV that it had was it made you look like you were wearing a, tur- a white turtleneck. Okay. <laughs> but this was, and you sent me that tweet or, or a, text a text about it. But that's, here's the funny thing, okay? Yeah. That's a cultural thing, okay? So the Hispanic in you okay. likes the shirt unbuttoned with the Saturday Night Fever look. Yeah, sure. And maybe you know a, a medallion. Yeah, maybe a medallion. Yeah, maybe a, a crucifix. Whereas my family, they all texted me and were like, uh, I'm glad you had a T-shirt on, Jay Chandrasekhar. I mean, well, he didn't have a T-shirt on. He looked ridiculous without a T-shirt no, on. You, to me, you looked like Hank Steinbrenner. <laughs> you were like this, like I'll you take know, that, the, like the, the sports. I mean, George Steinbrenner always had the the, <laughs> sure. the blazer with the, the, mock, the white turtleneck. The mock turtleneck or whatever he had. The, uh, pure sure. turtleneck. And sure, that's what it looked like. And you know, with, you got the mustache and the crew cut, and you know, yeah. uh, I fucking loved it. Sure. But we went suit, and it was, uh, you know, I, I ended up being a good idea, a good idea. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, we got there, and uh, Jimmy Fallon came. He was so he was very nice. And what they do is they, they do a pre-interview, right? So they, they, they have a producer interview you to get a bunch of stories. And we told them, like, six or seven really good Super Troopers 2 stories. And then Fallon, I guess, had met Jay a couple of years ago. And when he saw him, he was like, God, you told me the story a couple of years ago about a friend of yours who's a, a prosecutor, and he came on the Willie Nelson bus, and he smoked and whatever. And uh, <clears throat> I really want you to tell that story. And, and Jay and I were like, looking at each other like, uh, it's not really on point. It's not really a Super Troopers 2 story. Because mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. You want to get in there and promote. Yeah. You know? But Fallon was like, no, no, I lo- it's a great story. Just please tell the story. Like, okay, all right. So he was very fixated on telling the story because we, sure. we pitched like – we pitched uh, bits mm-hmm. to him, to those people, and we pitched other funny stories, but they didn't want it. They just wanted like two little, like a Super Troopers thing and a yeah. thing. So that, that's okay. We went on there, we did that. And it was fun. It was good. It was, uh, you know, it was an experience that, you know, like the, it was all the studio was smaller than you knew, and the people were very nice, and Fallon was super nice, and it's over before you know it. We're on yeah. there for six minutes, and then you're on, you're gone. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. So now, you filmed that during the New York City screening. Right. So the New York screening was, 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 on, was going on while we were sh- on Fallon. Yes. And, and it was funny because... And you uh, guys were all there. Yeah. So we went and, you know, typically what it is, we come out, we say hi, and then we go away, we fuck off while people watch the movie, and then we come back, we do a Q&A. And so in this case, it was, you know, Eric and Paul and I, and we set Chandra Sekar up. Right. Like, we planted... Great. Questions Great. in the audience, and you know the the questions because we do the Q and A afterwards. Yeah, and the idea was that Chandra Saker and I would walk in there for the Q and A. Yeah, and uh, and so you know we planted you know we, we had planted people. We planted people. We said okay, and you know really we, we chose first we started with a couple of good looking girls, mm-hmm. and uh, you know just to knock Chandra Saker off his game. Is that well one? because you know it's like and they're all like in the first three rows. Yeah. Because you know what, like if Chandra Saker is calling for people, he's going to try to he's going to call on those people. Sure. <laughs> and and you know the first one I th- said uh, you know explain the nickname uh, Johnny Milkbags, okay, <laughs> which we talked about in the last podcast. Which we talked about in the last podcast. You know Jay's got those boobs, right? And uh, and then the next one I think was uh, was how come uh, your nickname is, is you call yourself Wheels when <laughs> right. Steve Lemmy has beaten you every time you've ever raced against each other, right? Um, now like off, I can't remember all the all the rest of the questions, but like. <clears throat> right. It was a, there was also the one about I hear you do a good imitation of your uncle. Oh, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Because it's a funny. Like Jay has a story about he didn't do it. Did he do it on last? No, he didn't do it on the podcast. Right? Did he? No, he uh, he didn't. Yeah. So he has a funny story about his uncle. Like at Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. All these dinners, he would uh, sing "Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star" in like a very thick Indian accent. And it's a very funny 
bit that Jay does. Yeah. And he only really does it behind closed doors with us. Yeah. And then you guys started calling him out on yeah. his tour to get him to do it. Yeah. That was actually the second one. So the first one was okay. Johnny Milkbags. Then okay. the second one was like, can you do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? <laughs> then the next one was Wheels. He said no comment. <laughs> right. I can't remember what the fourth one was. And the fifth one was, how many vodka sodas deep are you right now? <laughs> right. And he right. was like, okay, good. Right. But I found, you know, what? I, so what I found. And I'm he like, was several deep, by the way. He, I mean, I as we were driving in the car, he wanted to stop at a liquor store. Oh, Jesus. And then they're like, no, no, we can call the Fallon Show. <laughs> and then we got there and the Fallon Show had a vodka soda ready for him. Yeah. And then uh, he was like, you want something? You want like a beer or something? I was like, I don't know. You, are we going to be drinking before we go on Fallon? He was like, yeah, I don't know. And so I was like, all right, I'll have a beer. And so I had a, a beer. And as soon as I put the beer in my hand, Jimmy Fallon walks into the green room. Yeah. And I feel like we're sitting there like chugging drinks in front of Jimmy Fallon. I felt a little unprofessional. Sure. But I think, you know, Fallon is not, uh, you know, he's never shied away from a cocktail. Sure. I'm so, sure he's had a couple of cocktails himself. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so we, so we set up Shane Rusekar, had the screening. It was a great screening. Yeah. After it came down, like set him up. People loved. They were loving it. You know, right. like I mean, we just fucking we blasted. The bit, the bit worked very well. It worked well, and then we, you know, we continued with the with the Q and A. But sure. I think I think Chandra Sekar was sore with me. Because <clears throat> remember, then like when is he not? He's always mad. at me. <laughs> when is he not mad at you? Then the next day, because we we did like Leafly, we did some uh, yeah. some spots for Leafly, like an interview, and uh, like he he just came out firing with short jokes. Sure. To the point where I felt he was being belligerent. It's like we were trying to like actually conduct the interview and he was just interrupting and like right you know we were just talking about our trip to australia and i, I was like we were the pen and teller and, and he's like and who's who's the teller and it's like that's the fucking joke dude like i like i'm already saying that we're pen sure. and teller like you know and sure. he's like he, and i told him to shut the fuck up do you remember that i was like well, right. shut the fuck up <laughs> right and actually then i thought he he calmed down a little bit sure and, you know but it's been uh, i think he was mad about that a little sure bit. still residual madness from your your setup yeah um, great screening in New York City. Great to see all the people there. More, a more true crew there. A lot of friends, a lot of family there. Uh, we had a great party afterwards. Yep. It was fun to. We we partied a little hard that night. We partied pretty hard. Pretty fucking hard. We. I mean, like it's funny because I mean I, I'm not gonna lie. Like the lights. Uh, somebody up in my brain turned out the lights. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought we were we were done at like three or three thirty. But then I talked to the owner. Yeah, the bar. He's one of the investors, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we we're there till four thirty. I was like, "Shit!" Yeah. And everyone who we were hanging out with the next day was like, "God, I'm hurting." Today. Yeah, no, I I actually bolted. I snuck away at about three thirty. Okay, I grabbed a couple of New York City slices, slices of pizza, and then uh, the the car driver because they have a car driver out waiting for us so that we don't get yeah so that we stay on track kind of yeah they have a guy waiting for us and so Fox does because I guess they think that we can't drink so uh, I walked out walked by the guy. And he told Jay the next day, like, you know, I don't know, I saw him walk out, and he went and got a slice on the corner, and then and then he ate the slices, and then he ran down the block. I never saw him again. You, know? <laughs> you went and got a taxi or something? Yeah, I was like, I, I, don't, I was like I'm not going to take the car away from you guys. You know, you guys are still all there. I'll just run in the other direction. But they think that I don't know how to, I lived in New York for 12 years. They think I don't know how to get around in New York. It is one, it's one thing that it actually amuses me, but like on a tour like this, which we do from time to time, that uh, the handlers... I think it's because they've had nightmare experiences they with, probably with other have. actors. Probably have people who aren't as self sufficient as the lizards. But are. that's like like some of the hotels that the, the the studio puts us up at. Like you know you got the the valet. They come, they take your bags and everything like that. And I don't like. We've talked about this. I don't like valets to take my bags. Sure. I don't even like them to look at my bag. <laughs> we've had a couple. Don't, like, don't 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 touch my bag. Well, they put it on the cart, and I'm like, I got it. Sure. And they're like, no, no, no I got it. And then there are times where I feel like you know. It's like maybe like I'm Uncle Denny who won the lottery, but I still I'm setting yeah. my ways. I don't need yeah. a guy to touch my. I'll suitcase. touch my fucking bag. Yeah, I got a blue suit here. I got a mustache. <laughs> I got a white. Don't touch my fucking. Don't touch my fucking bag. Okay, so we, to, but the problem was we were so drunk that night we had a thing at Rolling Stone the next morning. Yeah, and it was hard to corral everyone, and Soder didn't even make it yeah. to the to the Rolling Stone interview, and we were fucking hungover. We were hung over the whole day. We were fucking hung over. We were hung over, and it's like I've, I've looked at photos. Like we for we like to forego grooming. They also give us groomers, and that means you're losing thirty minutes of sleep, so that you can get makeup put on and your hair done and your mustache blow dried. And you know we're we're over that. Like we're like no, we'll take the sleep. We don't need to be all made up. We'll just go on on, the, on TV, whatever it is. Yeah. And I uh, got the photos taken. I looked at photos like my hair's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think I was supposed to go. Or maybe I was. I can't no, remember. we were all supposed to go. But what happened was it was there was supposed to be another thing 
where only a couple guys were supposed to go to it. Right. And then that thing got canceled, and so they moved the Rolling Stone up that all of us had to go to, and it was unclear to everyone that that, that happened. Right, yeah. And so but I we to... still went. And it was cool going to the headquarters of Rolling Stone. It's fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. We shot a funny video with them. Shot a funny video, and yeah. then, yeah, Soder missed it. And we saw, then we met up with Soder, and uh, we were like, well, Soder, you know, I, I hate to say it, but um, we shot the cover. Yeah. And like uh, somebody dropped out, and... We were there, and we shot the cover, and unfortunately, you weren't there. But, yeah, you know, and he seemed bummed. <laughs> I actually don't think we ever corrected that. Like, I don't know if he... I don't think he... I think he bought it maybe for a second, and then that was it. I don't, think he, believe I don't it. think he bought it anymore. Yeah. It was over. Um, um, it, I, I thought it was interesting. I, you know, I love... I'm from New York City. I love being in New York City. And randomly then, like... Uh, well, well, then we went to Connecticut. Right. So then we had a Connecticut screening. Yeah. And it was for a bunch of the investors, a bunch of the uh, kind of the deep pocket investors were up there in Connecticut. Yeah. And so it was basically like 100 of those people and then 40 Heffernans yeah. in a screening room. That's where I saw Betsy, <laughs> That's your sister. Betsy. She gave me a hard time. Weird moment yeah. during the screening. Very weird. Very weird moment. Weird and scary. Unique. Uniquely a, weird. A, uh, a woman started screaming. This is, this is, okay, the whole movie plays. Yeah. It plays pretty well. I mean, it's a very tight white audience up there, and uh, not our demographic necessarily. But, but it was actually them. going very well. Yeah, we ended up winning them over because the movie's great. Yeah, and they started, and they we had them, we had them. Yeah, we got all the way to the end, the closing credits, the closing credits where we have a bunch of bloopers, a lot of fun shit in the closing credits, and, and then, then what happened? A woman, I walk in there, and a woman is panicking. Right, she's screaming. She's like, "We need an EMT. We need an EMT." We're like, I, I, "You know, there are a bunch of us there. Like, What's wrong? What's what's going?" She's like, "We need an EMT right now. He's not, he's he's not responding." And we're like, "Okay, okay, okay." And so like, there was a theater, an usher went out and was like, "We need an EMT." Yeah. Eventually, they turned the lights on. There was a guy. He was in the last row, and he his eyes were open and he was unresponsive. He's and he blue. was fucking blue, dude. Yeah. And it was like one of those moments where people are yelling, is there a doctor in the house? I was one of those people. Is there a doctor in the house? Yeah. And it was like people were laughing and enjoying the show, and they didn't know if what was real and what was fake, and if that was real. And then there was that moment where people realized it was real. Yeah. And the lights went on, and then people were like running into action and well, getting... Because that was the thing. Is once, once the lights went on, everybody saw the guy. Yeah. I mean, his eyes were... People were like trying to move him, and he, he, was, he was blue. Yeah. And his eyes were open, and he wasn't moving. I, yeah. I actually thought he was dead. Yeah. It was the first time I was like, holy shit, I'm seeing a guy who just died. He's blue now. Yeah. And, you know... People were getting like then they thought it was a sugar thing. People were getting stuff from the concession stand, and they were getting you know cousin, sugar drinks and cousin Bill, who's a firefighter, his yeah. his wife is a nurse. Is she a nurse? Was, yep. She was up and, there, you yep. know, like with the cold water and the compress and yeah. everything like that. And finally, and they, the EMTs to their credit came very quickly. Very quickly, and he was already revived. This guy he was sweating his balls off. Oh yeah, and he was embarrassed. He was a little bit embarrassed. He, he was giving the thumbs up. Yeah. He was making jokes. Like, sorry, sorry. And yeah. they wheeled him out. And he spent the night, <laughs> spent the night <laughs> in the hospital. He did. And then they <laughs> they once once they they got rid of him, they ended the movie. Yeah, and then we went up and did a Q and A. Yeah, which was awk, a little awk uh, to have a guy almost die in the screening. Yeah, it was, and then it have was, to continue on with the Q and A. It was bizarre. I had an interesting thing happen to me after the investor screening. What's that? Uh, you remember, like we all drove in uh, in you know in an SUV, right? And I was going to meet my high school friends. Right, right. You were going to take some time to go. Uh, Connect with the high school buddies. High school buddies, they were... Uh, Wait, listen to this. What's that? Best sound in the world, bro. What's that? Best sound in the world. That's cracking a can of beer. Uh, I won't say the name of the hotel, but the hotel we're staying at is very has been very nice to us. Our second time around here in Chicago, they they just they send us stuff, yeah, including free beer, beers. Yeah. Okay, so they know. Uh, so, all right, so we're driving back into New York City from Connecticut. Came down the you know the West Side Highway on, off the Hudson River. Drop you guys dropped me off on 95th and uh, and and or West End yep. with uh, with our producer Rich Perello because he lives nearby there. Uh, I walked one block and ran into Ted Griffin. Ted Griffin. Our old friend, Ted right. Griffin from Colgate, an original charred goose speaker. Original comedy group In college, member. an original broken, was he? Oh, no, he wasn't in Broken He Lizard, was not, no. But he's charred goose speak, but yeah. became a huge screenwriter in Hollywood. We've had him on the podcast. Had him he's on been the a podcast. guest on the podcast. And, uh, he wrote Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven and many other things. And uh, Ocean's Twelve. And uh, the, the Tower Heist and uh, Matchstick Men yeah. and uh, Ravenous and a lot, a lot of movies. And... Um, so uh, ran just bumped into him one block later. Random, just walking down the street in New York City, huh? And uh, yep, and uh, we caught up a little bit, and it was you right. know great to see him. And then I went and met with my high school buddies, and 
Uh, we watched you on Fallon, and then right, made fun of me. <clears throat> made a lot made of fun funny, of Jay. Made a lot of fun of you guys, and then um, one of my friends, Pogi, and I went to another bar on the Upper West Side and ran into a guy named Alex Gordon, who uh, was the guy. He was going out with a girl who was in the original Broken Lizard and yeah. the original Charred Goose Speak, and we used to go to his house on the Upper West Side. He'd let us rehearse. In his apartment. Right, he had like a big apartment, and he had a basement, Yeah, and uh, we needed a rehearsal space. When we first started in New York City, he would let us come and rehearse in his basement. Yeah, very first show. Haven't 20. seen him in, I don't even know, 20 years? Yeah, and uh, just bumped into him, and it was just, it was just this bizarre thing. Anyways, it's wow. just one of the things I love about New York City. It's a huge city, and yet you can just run into people that you're friends with. Sure, blasts blast from, from the past. past. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, okay, so then after Connecticut screening, we went back to L.A., because the next week was the L.A. week. That was L.A. Press. And all that shit. So we went home on the weekend, and then on Monday, uh, we started all that press. Yeah. Uh, we did the thing called the Tipsy Bartender, yeah. which was a blast, mm-hmm. which we made a... Uh, a snozberry cocktail. A snozberry cocktail, which was pretty delish. We, like, we poured a ton of shit into it. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, and uh, you can probably see it, you know, where it, it was tipsybartender.com or something He's like that. He's got, like, a ridiculous, like, I don't know. 20 million it's Facebook right He's Facebook. Facebook Yeah And he's also got A YouTube channel But uh, yeah Tipsy Bartender And he makes all these Exotic drinks And things like that And nice. he guy. designed This thing for us Which is great We had a good time Those are those funny Little things that you do To promote You know what I mean Yeah The guy's got like 15 million followers You well, know One of those kind We don't of know anything things. About that Like I yeah. got there I was like Alright what's going on What are we doing here Anyway yeah. you know right. And there have been A bunch of these things We're like What are we doing here And right. then they're like Oh yeah no He's got 20 million Subscribers to his Facebook page <laughs> You're like What <laughs> Right And like he, like he owns the the place that we like that penthouse yeah he owns that unit and another penthouse unit <laughs> right. yeah, he used to be a bartender at right. uh, Bernie's Beanery right. in L A and now he, Barney's Barney's Beanery yeah. and now he does this wow for a living that's I was, right and I was like do you still bartend he's like no what, are you kidding me no no fuck that um and so that was also Jay's birthday that day yeah he told us not to tell anybody yeah we won't say what number it is yeah but. Um, Chukru, if you want to um, tweet to him and say happy birthday, it's a milestone. Yeah, go for it. Say happy birthday to him because he was he was like, ah, I don't really think that needs to be the story. I think the story should be Super Troopers too. Yeah, My a- birthday doesn't need to be the story. Yeah, he's uh, Jay has emerged as the vainest member of Broken Lizard. <laughs> hence the hence no mustache hence, during the promotion. And I think it's a mistake. I was like, you know, watching you guys, I'm like, it'd be so great if he had his fucking mustache. He's got a great mustache. I know it, it becomes a conversation piece. Plus, it's just funny seeing dudes with big mustaches. I know. That's the bit we pitched to Fallon was that Jay wears a fake mustache, right? And then in the middle of the interview, Jimmy notices it and pulls the fake mustache off. Yeah. They, they didn't like that idea. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I love do? that idea. Um, what else do we do? Monday, we did we a did... collider screening. We did yeah. a screening uh, at the Arclight Sherman Oaks. Blast. Uh, great audience. Like a, a, a lot of fans and people associated with Collider and influencers and things like that. And Yeah. We had a fun Q&A. Uh, so that was kind of the beginning of those L.A. screenings. Uh, the next day we did Bert's podcast, Bert Kreischer. It's funny because, uh, you know, one of our buddies is, um, like, you know, I talk to him all the time and yeah. he, he's gay. He's the one who, like, you know, he, he likes big hairy guys. He likes Sure. Bears. He's a bear lover. Yeah. And I, I, was, I talk about him in one of my comedy bits, the bear lover. Yeah, yeah. And so he and I were chatting, right? I was, we left Bert's house. I was, you know, chatting and I was like, oh, yeah, I was just on Bert Kreischer's podcast. And he's like, who's Bert Kreischer? And I was like, oh, he's a stand-up comedian. He's like, oh, is he the guy that, uh. Takes his shirt off, and I'm like, yeah. He, among other things, he takes his shirt off, and he's right in your wheelhouse, dude. You'd love him, and so and uh, so, our, our, my buddy, our buddy, and, and I chatted for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And at the end of it, he was like, yeah, I got to tell you, Lemmy, I don't really, I haven't really been listening to you at all. <laughs> I've just been staring at photos of Bert Kreischer this entire time, just been sure. checking him out. Sure. So anyway. Mm. That's the button on Bert Kreischer. Um, but we had a great time uh, hanging out with Bert, and then uh, we did some phoners for Australia that day, mm-hmm. which is funny because it's the movie's opening on the same day in Australia. Uh, do you hear that, all you Australian true crew? Same day, four twenty. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because <clears throat> last time for the first Super Troopers, we went down there because it opened a little later, a couple months later. We went down there, did a promotional tour, and it was one of the greatest trips ever. And we were hoping to recreate that trip. And Jay went as so far as to call up International at Fox and say, "Hey, can you just push the release off of 420 so that we can go down there?" And yeah. they're like, "No, sorry, the wheels are in motion." It, so it was a legendary trip. You know, it was one thing that had happened. I don't know if you remember this. Russell Crowe. That was when he had like thrown a phone at one of his assistants. Sure, he had a tanty in, his, in a hotel somewhere. Or so something. we were talking about Russell Crowe a lot, and we were, we were. Russell Crowe impressions. And we were, I mean, look, we were hungover every single day because we, we were in Australia. 
But the funny thing is, the guy, who, the first guy who interviewed us on these phoners, yeah. interviewed us back then, sixteen years ago, seventeen, whatever it was. Yeah, and it was his first assignment as a as a reporter. Yeah. to interview us, and so it came back full circle where we got on the phone with him this time. And yeah. We're like, dude, we're sorry we can't see you in person again. But. Yeah, but tough to do phoners with Australia because there's like a 10-second delay. There's, a, there's an accent issue in the sense that like we, you know, we all know the Australian accent. But when you're on the phone and they're asking a question, sometimes it all blends together. Yeah. On top of that, there's this delay and it was uh, – and, <laughs> and on top of that, five guys, five of us on a phone call, is this no good? Like you and I, when you and I do uh, the two of us on a phone, we have, we have order. Yeah, we alternate, and it makes it very easy because then there's no you know interrupting and stepping on each other's uh, stories. Yeah, five guys. I bowed out after like the second one. I, I punted <laughs> like I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, then the next day was the premiere, the L.A. premiere, which yep. is a fucking blast. Red carpet. I wore my suit again. You wore a suit. I wore a suit. We all got dressed up. That's a new thing for us. Yeah. I guess we're all grown up, huh? We're grown up. We all we looked good. Well, we had to because fucking Rob Lowe showing up on that red well, carpet. Well, here's the fucking bullshit thing about Rob Lowe. Here's the, I got mad. I was getting mad at Rob Lowe. He shows up and, and he's like, he just takes control. He's like, okay, guys, here we're gonna do one. Let's do one. Like we're the sexiest dudes on earth. Let's like let's gaze down. And you're like, okay, Rob, I see what's going on here. You're just looking for an excuse for us to all give like a blue steel at the camera, and you're gonna come out looking better than all of us. Yeah. I get it, Rob. Yeah. I get it, Rob. And he did look good. Yeah, of course he did. He's the fucking best looking <laughs> I mean, people, guy on the planet. The so. crew can go look at those pics online. They're on there. But, you know, you see you see Rob Lowe. It's funny because do you remember the uh, some screening we did, maybe Chicago? Yeah. Uh, la- last time we were here, we were you and, I and, and you and Jay and I were walking down the hall to the bathroom at the theater, and we came across a photo of Rob Lowe back yeah. when he was like 17. Oh, God, yeah. Soda pop or something. Yeah. And it's like, you know, his hair is teased. He's like a super yeah. teen and, and like young. Yeah. Rob, like so Good. pretty. Good. Like a, like, a, like a nymph. Kind of the way we looked in Super Troopers 1 when we watched it the other day. Oh, fucking. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, uh, the, the, the premiere was awesome because like there were a ton great. of Indiegogo backers there. Tons of them. Screaming shit from you know, and then we had the red carpet. We saw you know, I mean, the whole cast was there. That we, yeah. had, you know, I mean, Marissa Coughlin, who is part of the cast, like, yeah, it's great to see her. What was also good, like, those people, ha- a lot of them hadn't seen the movie yet, although yeah. it's been done for eight months, ten months. Yeah, guys like you know, Hayes MacArthur and Tyler Labine, who play the Mounties, and Marissa, and there, are, you know, there are a lot of people. Paul Walter Hauser, he hadn't seen the movie yet, yeah, you know, and uh. It was great to have the whole cast there on that night, uh, and the and the reception was rowdy, and all the you know the the you know all the industry folk were there, and family and friends and whatever it was a blast. It was a yeah. good night, and even you know people showed up that I didn't expect to see. Like you know, I love seeing Mark Evan Jackson. He showed sure. up. Sure, that was fun to see, and, and Keegan Michael Key showed up. Yeah, we talked to him for a little bit. He was he was uh, he liked the movie a lot. You know? Yeah, we talked to him afterwards. And, and then uh, and of course, and then the Indiegogo backers. There was you know we had a couple from Australia. They showed yeah. up. We had a couple dressed up as the biker. Oh, biker! I'm an idiot. They're great. They showed up. People yeah. came from Florida. People came from all over. Yeah, to go to this premiere and. We had a party afterwards, and we got to hang out and take pictures and say hi to everybody, and mm-hmm. it was a it was a great night. Our boys from the Vanderpump Rules came in the premiere too. That's right. That's right. Some they of the were girlfriends. There <laughs> it's so fucking. I, I you know I love it. I love that the Vanderpump Rules guys have become part of our world now. Yeah, because it's just like they're like those guys actually. Like, they're nice guys. Yeah. They're not who they you know are edited to be. I mean, of course they are, but like on, on their TV show, and it's just funny that like. You know, to have these guys hanging out and like having conversations with them, yeah. and then like, you know, like we on the uh, on the red carpet, it's classic. You know, you go there and like they were like, okay, Steve, you know, they got us, me and those guys, because I'm the fan of Vanderpump sure, Rules. They sure. got the four of us to take a, a photo together, and then the fucking photographer is like, okay, Steve, could you uh, just step out? <laughs> but it's my movie. It's my red carpet. <laughs> you know, what also was. What the, and the and the after party was awesome. Yeah, we no. My uh, the other thing I want to say: my my kids came and saw the movie for oh, the yeah. first time, which is a weird decision because you know it's 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 got some racy shit in there. There's some dicks in there, and there's some whatever. And it was like, do you let him come and see it? And you know, my son's in it. My son's in the movie. Yeah, and uh, he has a little part where he kicks Stolhansky in the nuts. And then uh, my daughters are extras in it, so you couldn't say no. So they had to come. My son's ten. Yeah. 
And uh, so they came and watched it. And they really liked the movie. The only thing that freaked them out, the thing that really freaked them out mm-hmm. was the uh, the picture guys, the uh, oh, the, the autograph seekers. Like, you know, how there's a, certainly in LA, a couple of towns, certainly in LA, there are these, you know, aggressive, very aggressive autograph seekers and picture guys who want to take your picture and get your autograph and sell them and whatever they do. They're not well, let's necessarily just, fans. Let's just, yeah. And, and, and I want to. But after the screening, I'm just saying that they were very aggressive to the point where security had to surround me and push them away. And my kids were off to the side watching this and they got a little freaked out. Yeah, well, because it, what happens is like, and, you know, a couple of, like when I was leaving, there was like, for instance, there's like a guy who had this weird video camera that was like strobe lighting flash. Sure, yeah. And he's and so and the effect was that you could only see him in silhouette. So like, this guy was sh- talking to me and asking me questions. I was with my wife. He was asking me questions and he was shouting shit at me. And like I'm yeah. I'm just trying to get out of there. Right. And I'm being ushered out by by the studio. And it's kind of scary because like, you don't know who this guy is. You you, you can't see anything. Yeah. Of the guy. You can see just a shape of a guy, and there's a bright fucking light in your face, and that's a little freaky. Yeah. And the thing you're talking about, you know these these. There is a. We will stop and take pictures with everyone, and we sure. will sign autographs until yeah, the end whatever. of the day. Yeah. But there are th- this group of people who are looking to make money off of it. Yeah. And look, that's guys fine. like f- a stack of like fifty photos. They want you to keep signing, so they keep selling. Well, know? and that's the inconsiderate thing is they. It's not fans. Up. They're not fans. They're, they're not. No, and they'll call you by your wrong name. They'll be yeah. like, "Hey, Paul, can you? Hey, yeah. huge fan, Paul, can you?" Uh, sign? I'm yeah, like, one guy's like, "Dude, my favorite scene in the first one is when you chugged maple syrup." And I'm like, dude, I didn't check maple syrup. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and that's and that's the <laughs> annoying thing. And like, uh, it has been interesting this time around because they've been finding us in airports. Yeah, that's which, true. Which never happens, but it's like apparently they call up and they, you know, like they 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 have a guy on the inside. Yeah. They find out where you're going to be, and then they accost you in the airport and they 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 make you sign your a baggage claim. Nowhere to go, and they make you sign like fifty uh, different <laughs> sure. photos of stuff. Like, one more, can I just one, just one more? I was like, finally, like, dude, you know what? Thanks, buddy. I mean, it's not like you're excited and you're gonna put this in your man cave. What you're doing is you're just doing this so that you can sell them. Well, and they're brazen about Craig's it. One guy's like, I get twenty five bucks a pop off these. Yeah, um, it's like okay, pal. Well, and they, there was a whole group of them, like sort of corralled. Yeah, and they were pu- like, when I showed up, they were pushing, and security was like, like stop pushing, like the, you know, they was getting like you know a little physical. Yeah. Which is a little, you know, it's just you a little... You got a lock. Yeah, so your kids, so they scared your kids. They got a little freaked out by that, but otherwise, I mean, they, that and there are a few scenes in the movie they got freaked out by. But I mean, yeah, did they uh, mention seeing me totally naked? We have not discussed that. Okay, yet, no. okay. I mean, maybe we will at some point. But... Uh, um, something else, you know, back, uh, I don't know if, if we're done talking about the premiere. Yeah, the yes, LA premiere. yes, yes, we are. But um, our High Times cover yeah, doggy. came out right around that time. <laughs> did it? So it's on the, it's on the newsstands now. It's out. Okay, or it's online now. It's you can see. It. Oh no, their hard copies are out now. A buddy okay. of mine picked one up, and uh, I mean it's funny. It's like it's a great cover. Yeah, and there's photos, a big article in there, and a lot of different photos. And uh, I mean it's high times. I know. And uh, I mean I'm you know my <laughs> friends are like they're like hey Steve you fu- you made it. Are you going to get a couple hard copies of that? So I want to get hard copies. Your, uh, yeah, they should, we should get them sent to us or something. Because I've got the dope magazine that you and I did. Right, we're the we're the cover boy of weed magazines. It's it just sweet that, like, you know, we've been trying, we've been trying to like get on the cover of Rolling yeah, Stone. No, we didn't Weekly. get the cover of Rolling Stone. No, nor did we get the cover of Entertainment Weekly. But we got the high, high times. times. Hey, I'll Dope. take it. I'll take it. Amen. Uh, and then the next two days in L.A., we were just more press. We did much press. I did the Rich Eisen show, which was fun. Yeah, I think like uh, Jay for some reason had to drop out the last minute, and I I don't know if they were a little prickly about that over there. Okay, but they lost a guy. They were down a guy. Well, because then what happened was like I was supposed to have. That was the morning after the premiere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had given... I had the morning off. Yeah. And like hours before the premiere, they're like, you're doing Rich Eisen with Kevin. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I wrap my mind, you know, promoting the movie. Okay. Sure, sure. And then... That's why we're here. You and I got in the SUV. We are going to, you know, ha- after the after party yeah. the premiere to head out back to the valley. And, and uh, the Fox woman came out. She's like, you don't have to go. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, no, you're good. Right. And then I was off the hook. Sure. And then you did it solo, which Well, because I thought Jay... I didn't even know Jay was in show until I got to the green room when they were doing makeup and, and it's like, okay, so you're gonna. Da, da, da. I was like, where's Jay? Oh, he can't. He can't. He couldn't come, so you had to do it. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, Jay had done the pre-interview, so right. I didn't even do the pre-interview with the guy. I just went out cold, and I think he was a little like, who the fuck is this guy? And I like Rich Eisen, you know. Yeah. Like I'll watch that show every once in a while if they have a guest, good guest or whatever. Yeah. And I always liked them on ESPN or whatever. So he's not NFL necessarily Network. a Super Troopers fan. Then he might be, but he played it pretty close to the vest. Yeah. And. Uh, but I de- I won him over 
as we got into with the your charm thing, with my charm and, and wit and wit and sports knowledge and, uh, and so we we had a good we had a good it was a lot of fun to do that uh, and then we did a bunch of other things with Vanity Fair. We did a we did a roast of each other. Vanity Fair, that was my I I like Vanity Fair, and yeah. you know, and, and I say this with all the respect in the world. I the the Vanity Fair one made me very stressed. Oh really? Okay. Well, because it was they well, had it was a, like a improvising, improvising, but also like a roast off. It was like yeah. Yo MTV snaps. Yeah, like they had us pair off against each other and insult each other. Right. Which number one is not necessarily our thing. Sure, but also it was like, and it became. We're not insulty roast guys. No, and it became just a little weird, like to stand across from your buddy and like, okay, I'm going to insult you now. Yeah, um, I think we made it out of it relatively <laughs> unscathed. I, there was we one... did. I'd be curious to see what they cut together. I don't know if it's hit the interwebs yet, but look for the Vanity Fair Super Troopers thing, and if we get some good digs. There's one that uh, I did that I actually still feel a little bad about. Which was? Uh, Did you? It was it towards me or? No, no, it wasn't towards you. Oh. It was uh, so you know we've got these because I could see you feeling bad about that. No, no, because you came out to me. You, you were like, "You're short," and I went, "You're fat," <laughs> and then we were done with that one. Uh, simple, easy. That's clean. That's what we do on the podcast. That's clean. We just didn't insult each other. No, but so like you know we've got these Funko figurines out there, mm, mm-hmm. and like you know I, I was, cool to have a Funko figurine. They're fantastic. Yeah. The first wave, though, is you, Jay, and me. Right. Okay. So Soder and Stolhansky were left yeah, now, out. Now look, I'm. I was at that moment in time. I was the merch guy, and they like I insisted on five guys. They're like, no, we're going to do this. We're just going to see how this goes first. Right. Okay. And that was just the deal. Sure. And so, like, and I had heard, you know, those guys grouse about <laughs> a little bit, right? So, do you know what I'm talking about here? So, like, yeah, I had seen, you know, like on on Twitter, I, you know, whatever. Soder came out and he he said, "You're because uh, like the head is giant." Sure. And the sure. body's sitting. He said, "Your uh, the your proportions uh, in real life are the same as your uh, proportions on your Funko figurine." Right. And I said, "At least I've got a Funko figurine." Oh, that's a good one, though. And, and it's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, that's off just, the dome. That's off the dome. Yeah, that was a good one. And you guys were all like, "Oh, <laughs> sit down, Soder. Get out of there, Soder." <laughs> but I felt badly about that okay. one because well, maybe think, you know what. Because those guys had grou- I'd heard them grousing about it in real life. Maybe in a tender moment, you can apologize to him for it. Nah, fuck it. He never say you're sorry, Levy. Well, look, you know, if you're gonna, you're gonna. It's like you, you did one to me, <laughs> something about your nude scene, and I talked about, oh, like you were talking about masturbating. So you can get your hand around that uh, that short, fat dick of yours, and right. you're like, no, but your mom can. Okay. And then it's like, Good oh, okay, joke. got you know. It's like if you're gonna go down a road and somebody, sure. somebody can, can sure. get you, careful what you wish for. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did a bunch of those things. We did Twitter, we did Vanity Fair, we did Yahoo, we did GameSpot, all very fun. And we did, and then we did Doug Benson. Doug Benson, right? Which was really fun too. We did uh, we did a double a double uh, thing with Doug Benson because he has the the um, Doug Loves Movies podcast. We did that first in front of a live audience, mm-hmm. and then he does you know the interruption, the movie interruptions. Yeah, it's a different thing that he does, and we did that um, with Super Troopers. So we. Yeah. In front of this live audience, we sat down with microphones and we watched the first Super Troopers with Doug and an audience. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and what, you're, what we're supposed to do is we have microphones and we're just supposed to shout shit out during yeah, the movie. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the nature of the – it usually for a show is they'll put a shitty movie up yeah. and then criticize it and make jokes about it. Yeah. But he knew that that wasn't going to be the situation because he's a fan of the first movie and we're fans of the first movie, obviously. And the yeah. crowd were fans. So it's not they were there to make fun of it. They were there to – Enjoy and join in the yeah. viewing of it with us. I enjoyed it. You know, I mean, the thing about that is like, there were times where it's like, uh, I'm not sure, am I interrupting too much? Yeah. Even though I don't think any of us were. I, as long as a matter of fact, I felt like maybe we weren't doing enough, uh, being true to the spirit of his show. And I said to him after, he's like, no, 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 no. You guys were perfect because everybody got a different laugh. Yeah. It was people were enjoying watching the movie communally, and you don't want to disrupt that. And so yeah, no, and I think I think we did good. I mean, you know, one of my favorite moments was like the powdered sugar scene, where like uh, you know, we're here we go, here we go, and like yeah. you spin really, here it comes, and then you turn around and your dick is <laughs> right. there, we're like, ah, ah. yeah, and great. then later on, you know, and when I'm on the shooting range where you know there's a big little conversation about the back of my balls, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the back of your balls got the biggest reaction I feel like in the whole screening. Well, because I think that the majority of our fans have really only seen Super Troopers on, on the, the small, small screen. screen. Yeah, I think you're right. And you don't realize when you see it. How big your balls are? In the big screen, it's like, holy <laughs> shit, that was the back of his balls right there, you know? Wow, and those are uh, some big balls. Holy shit, he's got big balls. 
Um, anyway, that was that was super fun. And you know what was funny, Kev? And you and I haven't really hashed this one out yet. Yeah. Was that so? Soder ducked out. Then it was you, Jay Stolhansky, and me. Yeah. And I was parked across the street from the theater. And right. The, and the word on the street was there's a bunch of those, those guys autograph guys. Right. The, hound, the autograph hounds. Who have right. all the fucking right. stacks and everything. Right. And you guys were all, the three of you were parked like down, like in a parking lot away from them. Right. We parked around the corner in a parking lot. Yes. Yeah. And I was the one who was going to go out, and they were definitely going to catch yeah. me no matter what. And so we all at the same time, you guys bolted. In yep. your direction, and I, you know, I walked up my direction. They st- they came walking at me. Yeah. At the last second, I was like, "There's one of me." And those guys are all down there. Yeah. And they just fucking ran past yeah. me. And I ran think after that you. was a, an offensive thing to do, Lenny. <laughs> I think that's a that's a that's not a good friend. That's oh, what I think. Oh, Kev, you know what? That's what I think. I think it's like the Marines. You know, they say never leave a man behind, mm. and you know that kind of stuff. And mm. you. You threw us under the bus. You know what? Which is not cool. You know what is funny? Is that like, I'll, I'll tell you this. I have yeah. no regrets about what I did. Mm, okay. I bet you might, but you know. No, I have no re- I mean, I, 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 I would hope that you would never do that again. Oh, because I, I don't think that's a very well, here's the thing. nice thing to do. Here's the, oh, Kev, I'm sorry I hurt your yeah. feelings. Well, no, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a dick move. I oh, really do. Well, for sure. But I, my feeling was that like, there's a good chance if it was the other way around that yeah. some guys would have done the same thing. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Do not make that point. But you because guys, I would never do that. I would never be like, don't get me. Get that guy. I would never, ever do that to you. Oh, no. But you did it. But hold on a second. But see, this is like, and, now, and this is how I, I can see how mad you are. And I, I think it's funny because like, you guys, uh, in truth, you guys had bolted. Like, I mean, Stolhansky was running out of there. Like, he fucking made a beeline. Yeah. I was like, it was almost like uh, there's a scene in Super Troopers where, you know, we, we've got the bear and everything like that, where I was like, they're never going to catch those guys. Yeah. We're all going to win here. Yeah, whatever. How the fuck did they catch up to you guys? You guys well, were they, like. They bolted down to the, into the parking garage we were in. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know. That's old, selfish Lemmy. That's uh-huh. not new, good guy Lemmy. Mm. That's I, old school Lemmy. I don't, uh, I have no qualms about it. Okay. I have no, and I'd do it again. Okay. Kevin. Oh, I hope not. Oh, I'll do it what again. What a terrible thing to I'll do. I'll do it, and I'll do it. Now, now I Throwing see, your friends under the bus? Now I see how, how... I don't understand why you would do it again. It's a terrible thing to do. Well, I mean, or it was like, you know, I was going to be... Hey, look, I gave them a choice. I was there. They yeah. could have stopped me. You guys were well... well. Oh, you gave them a choice. Whatever, come on. You were don't, well... Don't defend far. yourself. No, but you know what? The, that was one of the situations where I found it like, you know, because Soder was, was like... Uh, was like, oh yeah, Heffernan was pissed, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'd fuck, I'd, really? And he was like, yeah, and we and we joked how well. I mean, it's, it's it falls justified. into why would you do that? It falls into the uh, when I brought the guy into the toilet sure. and you got mad about like you didn't answer like you know sure you have your line, right? But that's a, that's even different. I think that's even different. It's like, oh no, it's a definitely it's like, different thing. It's like ev- that was er- that's every man for themselves, which I think is a little that's not a good friend. Oh, Kev. Oh man! But that's how I feel about that. Okay. Oh well, you know. Listen, I'm glad. Like we both have our, our opinion about it. It won't sure. affect our our friendship. I wouldn't do that to you. Is what I'm saying. Thanks. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll think twice next time. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So wait, wait. We're we're getting we're we're going long here. So let's. Uh, okay. Oh, we got to go. All right. So let's finish up where we are. So okay. we're. Uh, so we finished our LA week, and then we head back on the road. We went to Denver. Denver. And um, we had another investor screening out there, and uh, the guys from Sex Pot Comedy, right? Uh, and then uh, Andy Jewett, yeah. And uh, they uh, they were guys who invested in the movie, and so we went out there. We did a bunch of press. It's always weed press out there. There's a lot of weed press out there. Yeah, you end up with a lot of um, gifts from people. Yeah, like we got a huge basket of edibles. Each of us got a huge basket. Of yeah, edibles. from Dixie, and then. Uh, Amongst many other things. I mean, vape pens and people just give you shit out there. Yeah. And, you it's know, Denver, bro. It's Denver. I mean, there are people just smoking weed everywhere. But it's a, you know, it's a fun crowd. It's like, uh, although I find... Great screening. A, a fantastic screening. Although I always find that the weed crowd gets a little sleepy towards the second half. You know, they're you a little so? bit... They're, well, they're just high. And they're sure. a little, they sure. get a little tired by the end. But those vape... In, in Denver, those vape people, they can just keep going all the way through the fucking movie. And they often do. Yeah. And they often do. We did a little thing with Lyft out there, which was fun. Had a great time. You know, I mean, it's... It, and that's the other thing. Our culture has changed so much. It's like Lyft out there in Colorado has a thing like, this is how you should... Uh, don't drive high, get Lyft, you know? And and that's it. And they acknowledge the fact that people are stoned. 
Yeah. And they should get a lift. Yeah. And that's what, you know, the whole thing that we did with them is just like, hey, you know, these people are high. Yeah. These people are on drugs. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, so we'll drive you car. around. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do that. I think they, they're doing a little promotional shit, right? Are they doing that kind of Yeah. No, it was great. It was great. We had a, we some, a bunch of drivers. Uh, but the big, the big thing was what happened. You know, we, we got on our... Uh, after the Denver screening, after the lift thing, we got on a plane to Chicago. We were right. going to come the to Chicago. The whole point was to come to Chicago. Now, throw the first where pitch we are out. now. Throw the first pitch out at the Cubs Cardinals game. We're throwing the first pitch out national TV. Yeah. By the way, yeah. national TV. Yeah. Cubs Cardinals, first pitch in and, uniform, and, and take me out to the ball game. And the seventh inning stretch. What happened? And the game was snowed out. We landed. To the bad news of the game was snowed. We got out. off the plane and said, "Oh, the game." Was, and we walked off, and it wasn't even snowing. I guess it had been snowing all day, but it didn't stick. No. And they called the game. They did. And it was a moment that I was looking forward to. We were just bummed. I mean, granted, we are using this time to record the podcast. Oh, and, and, and the two crew benefits a... because if we were to throw out the first pitch, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Well, right and then selfishly, we all have the sense of relief. You know, like, like I you know, we, we, if you wind up having suddenly a free hour or something, this has been such a, an yeah. intense... Uh, press tour that you're psyched about it. Went to the gym. I went to the gym. I I answered emails. You know what I did in the gym? Yeah. Not only did I do an hour on the treadmill, but I also pumped iron. Like I had a full Shut workout. Up. Shut your fucking mouth. Then I brought my suits and my to be steamed. So did I. I had so much time. Shut your fucking mouth. I ate some pirates booty. Oh, you did. Yeah, I had some nuts. You nuts. I had some nuts. Um, yeah, it was unfortunate. It was snowed out and whatever. We give. Chandler said got a couple little jabs about it, and he got a little. For an aggressive, took it personally. For an aggressive guy, he still <laughs> continues to be super sensitive. We'll talk about that at dinner tonight. That's we're right. we're about to go we're meet up. Go with Jay. meet up with those guys. And dinner. our friend Dan Montgomery, who plays Rolo in Club Dread. Yeah, in the opening scene of Club Dread, he's the guy who gets hacked up. Yep, we're gonna meet him. All right. And um, anyway, it's uh, awesome. And then uh, we're at the Chicago premiere is tomorrow night for us. Right. And then we go to New York and we do the New York premiere yeah. uh, Wednesday night and then we're going to hang out and uh, we're going to hang out in New York for a while. We're going to uh, travel around and uh, go to a few screenings on Friday night. Well, and, also, and Thursday. Thursday night and Friday night. So listen, you know, if you're in New York City, Chew Crew. I'm going to give it to you, the Chew Crew. Yeah. We're going to be at a theater for one of those 419 um, screenings. Yeah. I think there may be only one. I, 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 should I tell them which one it is? I think it's the Union Square one, right? It is the Union Square yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. so Chew Crew. We're going to be at the Union Square Theater 420. Yep. All, no, 419. I mean, 419 yeah. at 420, though. At 420. At 420 at p.m. At 420, yeah. For the double feature. Super Troopers yep. 1 followed by Super Troopers 2. All Broken Lizard will be there. Yeah. Come on by. And then I think we're going to bounce around on Friday night. We're going to go to, I think we'll be up in, uh, was it the Lincoln Square or is it the AMC? Was it? I think Lincoln Square. Area. And then yeah. we'll be down at the Union Square area. And mm-hmm. we're going to zip around. I mean, that's what we did. You know, 15, 16 years ago when it came out or whatever it was, and yeah. we zipped around New York City, had a great time, and I think we're going to do the exact same thing this time. And, and I hope that we wind up hope at the same we get good bar. results. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. We'll, we'll see. We hope. Okay, you guys. Um, so anyway, again, get the gang together. Go out and see the movie this weekend. 420. Um, all right, Lemmy. Well, this next podcast will be a very telling podcast. If, if there is one. <laughs> Either you'll be happy or you'll be you'll be hanging from your uh, from your the rafters. Well, it's funny because you know, like we've already read a couple of reviews, and I'm already, like, you know, it's like the reviews are actually like uh, we're 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 at eighty percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, never in our lives have we been at eighty percent positive. Never, but there's only you know when I, when I, last I saw there were just five in, and four out of five were positive. Four to five dead is brew, bro. That's all right, um, but like I I get so mad. The reviewers like they need to have. I, you know, so you read one negative or mixed review, and it's, I'm, I'm always just like, God, this fucking guy, I can, I can sure. see from what he's saying, he should not be the guy reviewing our movies. Like, sure. In fact, he shouldn't be reviewing comedies at all. Right. That's and why you can't get caught up in that shit, I man. know. Go sit in the movie theater and hear the people laugh. The people laughing, Yeah, that's the telling thing. Yeah, exactly. What some chump writes after he watches the, compu- the movie on his computer, Yeah, that doesn't mean shit, man. Dog, I hear you. Dog. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. The first one was like thirty six percent or some shit like that. Yeah, and we all love the first movie. Hey. America loves the first movie. And you know what? That's that's actually one of the great things about all the positive ones. They're like, they're like, you know, I enjoyed myself in this movie, and I know because I know Broken Lizard that I'm not even getting the full thing right now. I sure. need to watch it like four. Got to watch times. it again. Yeah, I know. Chew um, crew. All right, Chew crew. Thank you very much. 
uh, and thank you ahead of time for going to see the movie. Okay. 420. I hope you love it. What do you need on your way out? Boy, I don't know. What I'm going to trade with you. I'm going to have some deep dish pizza. You are? You're going to have deep dish pizza? Yeah. All right. Uh, I might have a ribeye. Oh, boy. I might have a ribeye. Feeling like a... Well, Chandler Sekar sent me the menu for the uh, restaurant tonight, and uh, I saw a ribeye in there, and I think I'm eyeing that. Okay. Okay. But you know what? Here's the thing. I think it's a share ribeye. I think it's like a two-man ribeye or a three-man yeah, ribeye. I'm not your guy. What? I'm not your guy. What? Let me... I'm not a ribeye guy. Really? Oh, no. You know what? I'm thinking of uh, prime... Prime rib. Prime rib, yeah. You rib like eye. prime rib. I do like prime rib too. But ribeye, you like ribeye. You like a rib, uh, like a I rib do. Eye. I do. So, like, what you 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 want to share a steak? I with think me? this place we're going to is like family style meals. So it's like two, three, four people per dish. So, like, do I have to invite you to share my six ounce petite fillet? Well, I don't think they have a petite fillet. That's my point. They have like a thirty two ounce ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the case. Or like a or like an ostrich. They put on the thing. The whole thing. ostrich. Yeah, yeah. They just lay it down. That you share. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. We're All in right. Chicago, right? It's Meat City, Meat Central. That's it is. It's the city of meat, is what they call I it. Know. All right, true crew. Um, please we go see the movie guys. this week. And. Uh, I'd love to hear some thoughts about it. Maybe we'll do that, too. we get some reviews from the Chew Crew. I'm, Those are the reviews that matter. Yeah. Um, all right. So on the way out, I'm chewing ribeye. What do you got? Uh, deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Chicago style. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. All right, Chew Crew. We'll talk to you next week. It'll be a big one. Mm-hmm.